man, I have fresh football in my veins. I, we week two of high school football. Um, we're, we we got a tidbit of taste of um, college football last night. We get NFL football in two weeks. We get full-blown college football next week, man. It is I, Julius Rock. I'm here with P. Um, it's Barbershop Mentality. We might be right here for another amazing pod. I appreciate the love we get from the pod. I really don't promo it heavy as, as I should. but hey, I, I don't promo it at all. Nito, but I appreciate the the love that we do get because you know it, a nigga always hit us up to say yo I got a big I got I got a bone to pick with you so shouts out to our our, our listeners man say our, our listeners go up every week some week is is high some weeks is low but man appreciate y'all niggas for listening for fucking with us man um let's start off with black excellence do you have black excellence P man I got black excellence man black excellence for me uh today. Uh, Sunday, August 27th, goes out to a couple of my young boys. Uh, we're going to okay. get into them later. A couple okay. of my young boys from the hometown, a couple pups that I helped raise. It was a part of their process. Shout out to Dorian Singer, uh, receiver number 1540, uh, University of Southern California Trojans. Caught the first touchdown of the season uh, for the Trojans last night. Shout out to my young boy, Jacoby Covington, was a teammate with my son in high school. Uh, he's a safety for the Trojans. We're going to get into him and his, his teammates a little bit later, but shout out to my young boys, Black Excellence across the board for, for the boys uh, coming out the gate swinging. As my Black Excellence goes out to a legend, um, I am shocked I haven't given this man Black excellence before, but you know that this is your, this, this is uh this will be year three of the pod, I think. This is yeah, this is year three. Yeah, of the this of this of this iteration. Yep, of this iteration, it's year three. Um, black excellence goes out to a staple in the South Carolina community. Um, I think that this guy is he's probably the most consistent coach in South Carolina. In the state, um, yeah. In of the all state. schools, um, don't matter, of, all schools. Of all schools. He, he's been there the longest. Um, You know, I am a, you know, I, I, I fucks with Dabo Sweeney to an extent, not like I used to, but um, this guy right here, man, is just, he, he, he's put on. He's put on. He's, like, he, he's had a lot of, you know, good things going on in the state, man. Um, Honestly, they had to make changes at other schools to stop what the fuck he was doing because he was just getting too wild, man. Um, if you it, it, let me quit playing, man. Black Excellence goes to Buddy Oliver Buddy Pugh, aka the him of college football, um, a, a black college football or college football, however you want to say it's a college football. Um, Buddy Pugh, if you you know if you're from the state of South Carolina. You either went to South Carolina State or you have a relative that went to South Carolina State. You went to a friend that went to South Carolina State. But I remember about 03. I remember Buddy Pugh took over. I think it was 02, 01. But I remember 03 till maybe 2010, uh, 09. South Carolina State had that stick. Like South Carolina State was robbing North Carolina and South Carolina for talent. 
uh, A&T had to get their weight up. Family had to get their weight up. So many other schools had to get their weight up because Buddy Pugh was punching niggas' face off. Um, he had a couple playoffs berths. I think he may have won a playoff. Y'all, I think I think they may have ran into App State with um, uh, Amani Hillary. Um, you know, but Buddy Pugh had a lot of talent, man. Buddy Pugh had the had the representation. If you ain't with the South Carolina, you with the Clemson. You're going to South Carolina State, man. And I think one thing that kind of hurt South Carolina State, aside from their own uh, administration, financial, exactly. financial, you know, they just came down misappropriation, to misappropriation of funds. I think uh, coastal, coastal got built up a lot, um, a whole lot. I think coastal got built up, built up a a whole lot, and I think that kind of cut the water off of Sacramento State a little bit. I think um uh Walford and Furman have always been consistent, but it just it just you know it, you always felt like Sacramento State just had that that dog. You know what I mean? Sacramento State probably put out the most guides to the NFL per HBCUs. Um I could be wrong, but I think they have the most Hall of Famers. But shouts out to Buddy Pugh. I've never heard anybody say anything negative. And I've talked to a lot of guys that played for soccer. I'll say play for Buddy Pugh. I've never heard anybody say a negative word about Buddy Pugh. Shouts out to Buddy Pugh. I will say this. Um, well, I'm going to say, you, you know what? I'm going to pivot into it. Um, you got any thoughts on this, Pete, before I pivot into? Nah, you know, uh, he took over, I believe, my freshman year of high school, 2001, 2002. And I mean, if I hadn't moved out to state, man, I would have wanted to go to SC State. Instead, I ended up going to Ball State. But, um, man, yeah, I think, like you said, if you wasn't going to South Carolina, you wasn't going to Clemson, SC State was the the next destination, which is heavy because SC State's HBC, but in South Carolina, we ain't view them that way nah. during that time period. It was like, okay, yeah, it's South Carolina, Clemson, SC State. They ran it. So yeah, shout out to Buddy Pete, man. I think um in my opinion, um, you know, let, let, let's pivot to it. South Carolina State played Jackson State. Now we came on this pod and we said South Carolina State's taking Jackson State to Pound Town. That is what we said. We stood on it. The opposite happened. The exact we did speculate that TC Taylor might be able to we did speculate. Yes. yes. I think it, we didn't want to go that kinda far. Quiet. It was kind of quiet it, over there in Jackson that State. Was out of respect for, that was out of respect for Buddy. That was out of yes. respect for Buddy. Yes. Um, the score was 37 to 7P. Did you see the game? Because <laughs> I saw the first half. I only saw the first, I only saw the first quarter. The first uh, I saw 14 0, and then I had to jump on a plane. Um, this is what I saw. And I only saw a half. Um huh. I saw the South Carolina State offensive line being a little mismatched. Uh, the quarterback looked god awful. Quarterback looked god awful. South Carolina State defensive line looked god awful. Um, it just looked like the Celebration Bowl from two years ago when Jackson State ran up on South Carolina State and got their wig split. Um, I, I I don't know what to say. Um, I, I would say this. I would say this is probably the most balanced Jackson State has looked. Um, 
I know Jay, with Jason Brown's quarterback, he used to play quarterback in South Carolina. But I think, about, yeah, about two years ago, he was quarterback in South Carolina. Nigga, have been about 45 schools, but whatever. Shout um, out to COVID. Shout out to COVID. <laughs> um, but uh, Jackson still like they just gonna take they took South Carolina State by the woodshed, man. Um, what what, what did you see? Because I I got a theory. I mean, the biggest take for me was just how aggressive the play calling was offensively for Jackson State in the first one. I mean, and I, I hate to do this because it's probably going to take away from some of the conversation we're going to have in a little bit, but oh, we thought that Shador Sanders was cooking because the offense was designed to highlight him, so that's all we could focus on and see. Um, this offense here is balanced. This offense yes. here is going to put up – they're going to give it to you however you want it. If you're trying to stop the run, yeah. we got Jason Brown. He's going to do what he does. We just got that experience. Been in the NCAA for 20 years now. So, um, mm. we just got that experience. Um, if you think you can stop our pass, we're just going to pound you with the run. And our line play is aggressive, and we get down the field, and it looks like – they put in place all the things that they wanted to do that they were unable to put in place when Prime was there offensively. Um, I will say SC State's team is a little young. Um, you know, we got to and that, and that's been credit to Buddy Pugh. He's been able to constantly reload the teams and have continued success. I think he's won the MIAC like eight times in the 20 years he's been there. So, um, a high amount of success for a coach, but this is one of them years where the team is young. Um, is this one of the reasons why, with the changing landscape of the NCAA, why Buddy P's retiring after 23 years? Maybe he's just 70. I don't know. Sometimes I mean, I got a, I got a theory, but um, no, I was, I was very impressed with TC Taylor and his ability to, um, his, his coaching ability. I don't want anyone to take away from the fact that this is a T.C. Taylor coach team. I know we're going to try and give Prime a lot of credit. Prime might take a lot of credit and say he left it in better shape than he found it. T.C. Taylor, this is a T.C. Taylor product, and I want to make sure we give that brother his credit. Um, so I agree with you. I will say this. I think that – all right, this is what I think. I think that the biggest difference between Jackson State now, I, I'm going to give Promise flowers, but this is all TC. Prime did tell us the Jackson State would be in great hands, but Prime knew one thing I don't think people get props for is TC been trying to be a head coach forever, and Prime got out the way to let that man run the ship. You know what I mean? So we we gotta give. And he didn't even try to pull TC like, no, you here, you hold this down. And and, and I really feel like Prime gave TC, um, I mean, gave Jackson State the eyes it needed to get a like, because you know, Diddy just gave a million. I'm sorry, you know, you know, a, a lot of money came to Jackson State to elevate, um, because their profile is up, um, they lost what 60 players but got 30 transfer players. In my opinion, that is the biggest difference between last night. Jackson State had transfer portal players, and South Carolina State was just flat-out recruiting. Um, South Carolina State lost a couple players to the portal themselves. Um, I think that 
that's just the thing, man. You know, and, and I don't know Buddy Pugh's position. I know he's old. I don't really know his position on the transfer portal. I don't know how, you know, South Carolina State does marketing to transfer portal play. I don't know how aggressive they are to transfer portal play. I really don't know. Um, But I think that's the main thing. And I think, me personally, I think it's time for Buddy to retire because – South Carolina State administratively has not done right. I, I feel like Buddy did his job, but everybody else around him has not done their job. And he needs to get out the way for a young guy to take over, to, to maybe either take it to the next level or, you know, just just maybe kind of have more umph in the fight to try to get. Because in my opinion, there's no, it makes no sense for South Carolina State to be in the state that they are. Financially, it, it makes no sense to me. Well, oh, so no, nah, that's administratively, there's been a lot of mishandling of funds. Um, yes. my cousin went to SC she gave me the lowdown on it. Um, homecoming being used to to funnel money to other places. There was a there was a big fiasco with how they funded homecoming some years back, and they're recovering from that still. And it's just a mess, it's just some nigga shit. Yeah, I agree. And, but but I feel like South Carolina State's too good of an institution for that. Me personally, you know that that's just my honest opinion, and I, I just hate it. I hate it so much because uh, I, I I am a South Carolina State fan. I'm a Clemson fan, but I, I genuinely root for the South Carolina State Bulldogs, man. I, I've I've always had an affinity for them. But um, we're going to be on Buddy Pew watch. Um, I want to throw a little hot take out there before we move to our next topic. Um. I potential head coaches, potential head coaches. There is a coach already in South Carolina. South Carolina. I don't. I don't know the. I don't know the 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 the, the contender pool for that job when Buddy leaves because they have enough time to find the next guy. But if I am South Carolina State, there's a guy right there in Columbia, South Carolina, on Harden Street. I would be getting my funds together to make him an offer that's just me that's just me do you know what i'm talking about p you talking about you said there's a right coach in right there on harden right street, on harden right street now, right there right in harden Columbia? street right now right there i don't know the last time you've been when i tell you been to columbia uh it's been about 15 years benedict stadium looks nice Okay. Benedict, Benedict Stadium looks very is is very very nice, man. They had a couple state championships there. Um, I know he's 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 fixed the. I think his chin is Barry. I'm I'm probably saying the name wrong, but he 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 had Benedict undefeated. Um, you know Benedict don't win that often, and Benedict's in a hot bed, man. If if you know, you know. Soccer, the the Midlands keeps talent. You know what I mean? So, um, if you put him at South Carolina State. The way he fought to change things around at Benedict, you know, I think he'll turn up at South Carolina State. But man, you know, that's just me. South Carolina State. You don't think you any, of go... these, uh, any of these high school coaches in South Carolina want to? No, this, no, this? nah, nah. I don't think. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so, man. I, I don't. I don't. I don't see it. I just. I don't. I, I don't see it at all. I think it's going to either be um, an assistant. They're going to have South Carolina State ties. There's either going to be a former player. Um, it's going to be somebody. But I think, to me, the best candidate that has no tie to South Carolina State 
and as a football guy, it's down in Harden Street at Benedict College. Go get him. That's just my that's my honest opinion. He especially if he turns up again, um, you know, he don't have a problem going into the portal, man. I think he'll be phenomenal. Um, but since we all college football, man, um, we did watch him, um, a black excellence alumni, uh, Kayla Williams, do Kayla Williams things and uh stomp all over uh San Diego State's trap. But per usual, per usual, um we saw uh you know defense horrible. Did you see the whole game or you was on a flight? I was on a flight. I got I got a chance to watch any of the first two quarters. I was going back and forth between that game and Jackson State game. Um yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch the full game. What'd you think? Give me your thoughts. Maybe they just shouldn't blitz, and maybe they should just play the game straight up. I don't know. There's a lot of communication issues. There's a lot of misalignment stuff. Um That's that's just what I what I because we're talking about the I guess the biggest play everyone's complaining about is when the quarterback scrambled on what was it like third and third four, and twenty two and he got out of it that was a blitz right I think we're all watching yeah. that and that was a blitz and he gets down the field all assignments are blown containment's blown assignments are blown everybody's out of position um, to be fair. Quarterbacks are supposed to run in that situation, especially when you're blitzing. If you're blitzing, then it's man coverage. The DBs have their backs turned. Linebackers are matched. The quarterback's supposed to run, but you're not supposed to give up a third and you're not supposed to give a first down in that instance. And I think that's everyone's kind of like, uh, USC defense is already under, already under a lot of scrutiny. Alex Grinch sucks, and we're going to find any reason to complain about him anyways. What I will say is, the only reason we're having this conversation is because it was an issue last season. It's the first game of the season. It's the first game of the season. Uh, it's not going to be perfect. It's a lot of kinks to work out, a lot of bugs to work out. Um, and I know this is kind of the same message from last season that everyone said about Alex Prince, but I, I mean, you got to believe that the players are fixing themselves. They'll get better. You got to believe that the coaching is going to see this as an issue and it'll get better. Does that result in Alex Prince getting fired? Our main man, Dale, would hope so. Um, I think you can fix this, though. I think you can improve week can after they? week. I think they can, man. I think they will. Uh, let me say this. I think they have to. I think they have to. I got some young boys on the squad that's trying to go to the league. They're going to need to improve the performance uh, significantly if they want to realize those league dreams. So um, I do think it's a bit of an overreaction, but I understand why everyone's concerned because it was the same shit last season, but it's the first game of the season. It's week one, a lot of film to break down, a lot of opportunity to get better. If we're having this conversation when they get into, you know, week five, week four, week five, and we're playing better teams, uh, which is also the other part of it is just San Jose State. Why, why are we giving up 30 points, 28 points to San Jose State? Um, San Jose State has scholarship athletes too that are Division One players too. Um, and that quarterback was doing his thing. So, um, 
I, I think it's an overreaction. I'm not too ready to to say USC's in trouble, but I think they do have an issue with Alex Grinch's philosophy. And, you know, that's just where I'm at with it. But I expect them to get better. I don't expect them to look this way throughout the entire season. Let me ask you this. If you gave up 369, almost 400 yards the first game, after making massive moves in the portal and recruiting, you, is that a problem? I know it's the first game, but is that a problem? Um, no, not not for me, no. Because I look at 24 it as, first downs. I look at it as the first game. 24 of the first downs, Pete. 24 Listen, first downs. 30. And we just they were time of possession. Here, here's my hope. Well, of course they were win time of possession. The the USC's offense was running through them boys. They didn't have to be on the field. The, uh, okay. They're gonna have the ball longer. Um, I I guess I just still look at it as a system fit. Like you can practice all day long, all you want. You can get all the six foot seven linebackers from the transfer portal into this uh, system all you want. You still got to play. There's still got to be film. There's still got to be live action. Like no type of simulation in practice is going to give you how a dude's going to react when he gets out of position in a real game. So I think that while it sucks, the best thing that happened is USC won the game. Offense is where they left it last season. The defense is where they left it last season. The defense has more opportunity with better players to improve. So I want to say this. Um, They gave up seven yards per carry on the run. October 14th, October 21st will tell the story of this season. October 14th in Notre Dame, October 21st is Utah, who has been the bugaboo in USC's side, on the thorn in their side. Then you got Washington in November, Oregon, UCLA. So this is my thing. And, I, and I'm not going to even be longer because I want to save some of for Dell. Um, you went and got the players, right? Um, that third and 12, third and 22 was a blitz. I'm not blitzing on third and 22. I'm not blitzing on third and 22. There's no reason to go get that damn quarterback. Yeah, uh, am I right? You got to throw 22 fucking yards or at least 20 fucking yards to even think about going for it. Am I correct, P? Yeah. I have to sit back there and throw that bitch, right? I am dropping everybody back. I am goddamn motherfucker. You ain't getting this. We getting off the fucking field. I, if if it's if it's in me, I'm just going based off this. I I don't know about Alex Grinch's attention to detail, and I don't know about their. I don't know about his attention to detail, and I don't know if he has the ability to play chess. You know, I, I look at defensive coordinators like this. It's scientists and it's just motherfuckers that just got them. Just, just, I got the bat and I'm swinging. Uh, I felt like Dan landing at Georgia. He would just listen. I got these goddamn guys. I'm swinging this fucking bat. I think Mill Will Muschamp, I'm swinging this fucking bat. I think Brent Venables, he'll, he'll, he'll swing the bat, but he just, he, they, I, okay, I'm, oh, you doing this? Okay, I'm doing this. Okay, you feel me? And I don't think Alec Grinch is either. I don't think he's either. I think Alec Grinch is just out there just winging it. He should not have a job. Or or I'll say this. Alec Grinch should not have a job on this level. 
him being at OU and being at USC, those are just the wrong jobs for him because the profile is too high. The eyes are too are too many eyes. There's too many people saying, yo, why are you doing this? And, you know, one thing I realized with coaching, I've coached for five years. Uh, head coaches are loyal to a fault. And if that's my man, I'm going to ride with my mans. And, you know, I'm going to just go ahead and give some talent. He'll figure this shit out. And, you know, if October 14th, if the defense still looks like this, even though they have some cream pups on the way, then we just got to have a talk, Pete. We got to have a talk. I was about to say something as you were speaking. I was just going okay. through some last year games. Okay. Georgia gave up 22 to Kent State last season. Okay. I, and that was a late game. That was a late season. That was a set. That was, well, it's not that late. It was like the second or third week of the season. All I'm saying is no one would come on here and say Georgia's defense is trash. The only reason we're on USC's neck early after game one is because – I'm going to cut you off, P. How many, how many points did you give up Tennessee? How many points did Georgia give <laughs> <laughs> That's the question. Listen, that's, that's, not the, that's not the point that I'm trying to make. Okay, that's how not many the points point that I'm trying to make. South Carolina. Listen, that's not the point that I'm trying to okay, – we don't okay. have to break South Carolina. <laughs> the, all I'm saying is it's an early game. Those are also later in the season games. Conference play was in. Those are later South in the season games. South Carolina was earlier. Georgia was later. Listen, there was, it was early in the season. Listen, Kent State got 22 on Georgia's defense. I'm not saying that Georgia's – trap. all I'm saying is early season games, teams can get you because you, you, you have the players on the team, but you don't yet know what you have. So – I'm just saying, I'm not making no excuse for Alex Grinch. What I'm saying is the players are better. They have better players on the team. We still got to give them time to self-scout and improve and see how they respond. Now, if we're still having the same conversation three, four weeks from now, now I see no possible way Alex Grinch can survive. But I'm going to give them a chance. I'm going to give them a chance. I'm going to let the players play. I'm going to let the coaches coach. Before I start saying USC's in trouble, because I got USC as a playoff team this year. Um, I you know, let, let's move forward. Listen, I think that uh, you know, it, it ain't even important. You, uh, Caleb Williams, that USC are going to do niggas filthy on offense. Okay, this, 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 that's what it is. You're gonna have filthy. to get used to it. Yeah, filthy. I don't think. I think this may be the best quarterback like your Riley's ever had. Mm. To me. The best quarterback he's ever had. So, you know, he got his bad bitch at quarterback. They're about to do niggas feel deep. Okay. You don't think Jalen Hurts is the best quarterback Lincoln Riley ever had? No. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean I'm taking away NFL career. We talking strictly college. I guess Jalen ain't winning the Heisman. I mean, he didn't win the Heisman. I think, I, I think Caleb Williams, man. I, I think, I think, I, I think. No, the I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Now is better than the Big Twelve ever was, and they're gonna buzz off. They're gonna, they're going to give it to cats, bro. Wait till October, bro. Listen, Notre Dame. They, they ain't talking about Notre Dame gonna be fucking people up. All right, okay, Notre Dame. <laughs> Caleb Williams gonna drop one. There, it, it's gonna get. It's, it's, be some Joe Burrow is shit going on. They don't have the LSU defense. There's gonna be some Joe Burrow type shit going on in damn um 
<laughs> USC. That's just me. That's just me. I, I will say at some point in the game, at some point in the game, USC rolled out a four. They went four wide receivers, and every single last one of the receivers was the Arizona kid. And I was so proud. My son competed yep. against all them boys. It was it was Brendan Rice, uh, who was senior when my son was a freshman. It was uh, uh, Dorian Singer, who has been a great family friend of us for a while. His nephew. Um, it was um, Deuce Robinson, who that's a man child. He's probably going to go pro in baseball, though. So enjoy him while he's on the football field. And I believe the other one was Jacoby Stent. And man, it was just a beautiful type of season. I was super excited for the guys. Um, Saying all that, offense is going to be fine. Offense is going to be all right. We ain't even talk about the star of the show, which is Zachariah Branch. Um, oh, no. Nah. We, we're we're going to – no, I'm not bringing him up. So I want us to move we forward we, because – We're going to let Dale we, cook we, on that. We – I ain't even let Dale cook on that. We, we – I want to say – you know, I, I want to let it breathe a little bit. I want to let it breathe a little bit. And then I want to come back and I just want to have that – I want to say, damn. Damn, branch. <laughs> Damn. That's what I want to do. I, I just want to see him play somebody. That's all. I, I, I want to see how I want to see how far this young bull gonna put on. So and, so I, I'll I'll come back to that. Hey, this USC, but last point and then we'll move on. This USC yeah. receiver core got the chance to be LSU receiver core special. I saw that last night, man. Somebody told me um USC and um Ohio State have the best receiver in core in college football, second to right now. Yeah. Yes, but I said Texas and Tennessee have something to say. We got to see them play. Texas, Texas got a a a top ten wide receiver. Texas got a first round pick at wide receiver. Now we got to see the other guys, but I I feel very confident Texas is going to be very very good at wide receiver. I feel very very confident Tennessee is going to be phenomenal wide receiver. That's 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 just me. Um, man, I want I I, I want to dust over this, and I want to get some get some NFL. Um, I don't even want to give it too much energy. ACC, if you get Stanford, SMU, Cal, let Clemson out. Let Clemson, Florida State go. Just that's let us nasty. go. That's nasty. Get us out of this fucking church's chicken. Get us out of this family, dog. <laughs> okay, man. Y'all not yeah. that's a hey, y'all do that. That ain't even franchises. That's mom and pop. I I, I would never disrespect mom and pops like that. Okay, because mom <laughs> and pops have better quality than this. This is a this is a goddamn uh a a a, a, a two a.m. Burger King. Okay, ninety nine cent store. Yeah, that's what it is. It ain't even dollar. It's ninety nine cent store. It's not Dollar Tree. It's Dollar Tree. It's ninety nine cent store, man. So. This is just nasty, and, you know, I hope it doesn't go through. It, talking about it makes me vomit, so we're going to pivot to NFL, man. Um, So, Trey Lance got traded, man, Um, to Dallas. I think a fourth-rounder. Now, um, I am befuddled because I thought Trey Lance was going to be so – I thought, I thought underdog Kyle saw something in Trey Lance, and he was just going to do something. It just didn't work out. Let me ask you this. Do you think that Kyle is just so quarterback horny that he just got impatient? Or do you feel like Trey Lance just doesn't have it? I don't think that this has anything to do 
with um let me take that back. Maybe Trey Lance didn't show them enough. But also he ain't really had the opportunity. I kind of I'm I'm putting Trey Lance in the Geno Smith before Geno got his chance last season category. Okay. Like we don't okay. know what Trey Lance could be. What we saw had more to do with, you know, timing and opportunity and the ability to actually go. Um I I don't see how they can wipe their hands of a move like this with no blowback. I mean, let's say Brock Purdy turns to a pumpkin. We already know what Sam Darnold is. Um, how does John Lynch recover from that? How do you say, oh, yeah, also, we burned all this draft capital to take him. And then I, I'm sure everyone's well-versed on who was taken after and, you know, who the opportunities that were missed by moving up for Trey Lance. Um, I view this as an indictment more on the GM. John Lynch and I do want anything going on with Kyle Shanahan or with Trey Lance himself. So um, I don't think this has anything to do with Trey Lance's ability. I think it has everything to do with um, we got to make a move now. Let's cut bait now. Let's rip the bandaid off quick and move him on. We'll move him to Dallas. I think they tried to bury him in Dallas because they don't want him to play because they don't want it to come back that he actually goes somewhere and becomes competent and now we look like even bigger jackasses so um sorry trey lance sometimes your career is in the hands of people who don't give you opportunity or the opportunity that you get ain't really a great opportunity or injuries and things like that pop up and it kind of fucks you but um shit, shout out to him he's still in the league he's still getting the nfl check so i think that okay that you know what that's fair this um this is on John Lynch, but is it on Lynch? But but who, but who really wanted more? Was it Kyle, Kyle wanted? I think I think Kyle wanted more. I think Kyle wanted more. I think I, to me, I think John Lynch is the guy that just happens to find those, you know, those. Scrappy defend, you know what I mean? Those scrappy defenders, those this offensive line. I think John Lynch is just a good at just finding ball players, right? But I think Kyle wants certain players on offense, in my opinion. You know what I mean? And um, I, I really think Kyle Shanahan led this. I don't think he really cares for the mobile quarterback. Like now, granted, Trey Lance got hurt, but. I don't know, man. I, I I I personally feel like he loves Sam Darnold, which I find wild. He they can't go away from Brock Purdy at all. Like they, they like they wanted Trey to beat out Darnold, but he just didn't for whatever reason. Pop us because of lack of reps, and they just kind of like you know how Darnold get in practice, man. Darnold swallows you in practice. Like oh my holy cow, how how I couldn't they unlock. Let me ask you this question. Not okay. to interrupt your points that you're making. Okay. Could it also have been just a situation where you have the absolute last pick of the 2022 draft who played well, 
and the Sheep versus this is Trey Lance third year, right? Uh, I think so. Third or fourth, fifth year coming up. Let's say he actually absolutely comes in and plays well and performs, and now you're faced with having to pick up the fifth year option and then having to negotiate and pay him. Versus you're not even at that point with Brock Purdy at all. And Sam Darnold's just happy to still be in the fucking league right now. I I I could see that because I think it's been a media campaign to get Trey Lance the fuck out of here. I've just, you know, you you, you know these insiders at Ford GMs, man. It just feels like it's just been kind of like a Trey can't play, Trey can't play. It's just been so much of that. Oh, look at Sam. And we know Darnold can't play. You know what I mean? So I I could see that, and it's the same thing I think is happening with Deshaun Watson. I you know DTR uh, DTR is doing amazing, but you got people saying, "Well, he gonna take Watson job if he don't come slipping." It's like, and it's kind of like, where the fuck that come from, bro? <laughs> Nobody else says that about anybody starting quarterback, but it, it, it's just certain things in place where you know the I I, I could see that. I, I agree with that. I, I'll say this. Uh, this I is think... year three for him, and this would be year two. Man, it's hey, man, something something funny is going on, man. Because he was... Dallas took him for a reason, though. Dallas got Dak insurance. Dallas is going to extend Dak, but they just let Dak know, hey, man, I ain't giving your ass no fifty million. That's what I think. That's just my honest opinion. I think this is Dak Prescott insurance. If Dak get hurt, if Dak, anything happens to Dak, we, we're confident Trey Lance can hold us into the role until Dak comes back. That's what I think this is. And if Dak is hurt for the year, Trey Lance, we have enough in place for Trey Lance to thrive. Um, you know, that that you know, I I feel very, very strong about that, man. But um, you know, we, we'll see. Um, I think it's a little fucked up. Um I, I have I have a little question for the Niners, but we'll get into that when we talk about uh preseason. Um Josh Jacobs taking 12 May. What do you think about that? Man, we already talked about it, man. He's running back. We did talk about that. We did talk about running backs is is nuts. These running backs is insane. Um I don't want to hear about no running backs complaining. If you want money, don't play running back. If you want money, um and you're running back, good luck getting it. Okay. Um I don't think this is a bad look. At all. I think twelve million dollars for one year, I think that's phenomenal. Well, it's worth up to twelve million dollars. Okay. So what what's the base? So the franchise tag was going to pay him just north of ten million. Okay, so he so so it's probably it's probably about ten. It's at, it's at the low end ten. It's at at least ten because he could have just signed the tag. It's 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 the, I think it's probably the bare minimum ten, and then you can incentivize yourself up to twelve, right? Saquon Barkley did the same thing. He said thirteen, right? Yeah, but just a little bit. The, all this fighting and frustration, and then you just get it. According to just pennies more over. If I I, I, I want to say this, and then we we'll, we can move on to other things. Um, okay, he got a base. Josh Jackson, 
Josh Jacobs is a base salary of 11.8. Had Please. he signed the franchise tag, he would have got 10.1. So he got $1.7 million more. So let me ask you this. Do you think running backs could – so so the bare minimum is 10, right? But do you think the running backs can – fuck it. This is what I think is going to happen. You you drafted who you drafted to, right? I'll, I'll give you a prime example. Travis Etienne up in Jacksonville, right? He's probably the next one up to get paid, right? Probably so, right? Yeah, he's just based on where he got back. drafted. Yep, absolutely, yep. He's the first, he's the first round. No, I mean, just – the year he got drafted and his time is coming up. So, yeah. Uh, Because this will be year three. Yep. Right? So, year three, if Travis Etienne has 1,100 yards, um, year four, you know, it's time to talk dollars and cents. Um, I think because after this year, they got to pay Trevor. I mean, they don't have to pay Trevor, but they're going to pay Trevor, right? I think that if I'm a running back, Going into my fourth year, and I'm cooking. They're going to they're going to extend the fifth year on me. After they give me my fifth year, and hopefully they give me my my fifth year. If I get my fifth year, I want to extend for you know at least two years after that. Um, base eleven incentivize me up to sixteen. I think that's the smartest play for a long-term running back contract. And then after that, if that doesn't work out, I could just find my way to a contender and then just cook, you know what I mean, and then just start at 12 and just work my way on down. You know what I mean? That, that, that's that's what I think. Because what you don't want to do is you don't want to be fucking Leonard Fournette or Kareem Hunt when you're almost 30 and you're working your way up to – you're hoping somebody calls you during the season. For three million, you know what I mean? For three, four, five million, yeah. That's what I think. I, I think that's the, that's just where it's at, man. NFL won again. This is where you're at. Um, unless you're gonna go out there and play fucking wide receiver, yeah, yeah, your, your ass has gotta goddamn go. I, I will say this, ain't gonna be no more Debo Samuel type shits out of out of uh wide receivers anymore, unless they're just up and coming. If you're if you have a Jeffrey Jefferson, like, like I put I probably have Jordan Pickett ain't doing that Debo G Samuel shit. He got money to make. You know what I mean? Uh, any up and coming dog ain't doing that shit because they got to preserve their bread. So that's just why, that's just why I see the game at going forward, bro. I mean, shots out for, for Josh Jacobs to get paid. You know, you didn't have to throw that much of a fuss. You just gonna bend over, you know. But whatever, man, get get I mean, paid. Man. It was worth one point seven million what he did. So, um, how much preseason did you watch? Not that much. Okay. I did watch his last Panthers preseason game in its entirety. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to come to that last. Do, are you prepared to throw any preseason hot takes off from just from what you see? Um, the biggest – the biggest – Save the Panthers for last. No, nah, the, the biggest one is not a Panthers take. It's going to okay. piss you off, but it's, okay. it's the biggest take I had over the weekend watching the game. Okay. The Los Angeles Chargers are going to be a really good football team this year. I'm not mad at that. I, I need him to do something with his life. The Los Angeles Chargers something. are going to be a really good football game, uh, football team. Kellen Moore is probably going to have 
two or three pro bowlers from his offense. Um, yeah, that was my that was my biggest takeaway. My second takeaway was second takeaway is that Mike Tomlin just really good fucking football coach. He no 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 Mike Tom him. Mike Tom him. He he is him. Gotta say it. I know uh, I'm not I'm not super big into the pronouns the, the this generation, but one of the pronouns I do associate with very frequently is him. Um and he is one of those. Absolutely. And, and that's really that's really where I'm at. And then everything else is tangible. But those are the two big just looking at over the course of the games that the Chargers are gonna be really good and Mike Tom him is he's the best damn coach in NFL. He's the best football coach in the world. Easily. Easily. That's it. Or, or... Yeah, that's it. That's it. Like I said, I didn't get into too much, but just looking at the games over the, the past week, I had a chance to really sit down, and those were some of the takeaways. It's like, man, Mike Tomlin's team are just always disciplined. Um, whatever play level hard. you think, yeah, they play at whatever level you think they should be at he's always at the next level preparing for that and maybe Kenny Pickett turns into something but man it, it, the Steelers are going to be the Steelers are the Steelers are going to make it difficult for Lamar and him to get this shit off um, that was the other thing man um, I'm praying for Lamar I'm praying for that receiving core to be healthy Zay Flowers is a fucking animal um, yeah no it's, it's a couple of things I noticed but those 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 were the top ones all right. I'm going to piggyback off you, man. Listen, this, the, the Pittsburgh Steelers look spooky. <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers look spooky, man. Listen, I, I've, I've, I've had – I didn't know about Tiny Hands uh, picket, um, but I saw a couple drives this, this Thursday. I said, sheesh. <laughs> I said, sheesh. This look, what, let me tell you something. If, the, if Mike Tomlin – Wins this division without Big Ben, I'm gonna be insufferable. I'm going to be insufferable. Just know that if he wins this division without Big Ben, yeah, oh, <laughs> oh God, I'm be insufferable. Okay, I'm going to pull the resumes of everyone. Okay, even your faves. Okay, everybody resume getting pulled. You heard me here now, Andy. Billichi, everybody resume getting pulled, okay, P. I don't want no pushback neither. Everybody resume getting pulled if Mike Tomlin wins the AFC North without Ben Roethlisberger, okay? Just put a just just just, just remember that. Just remember when I said that, okay? Just remember when I said that, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know if Rock Purdy's going to turn into a pumpkin. Um, elbow injuries are tricky, man. Elbow and shoulder injuries are tricky. I don't know. I, I I'm not saying because of, you know I, I don't always believe into that that uh, narrative that the league catches up with you because the league is always catching up with you week by week. But that injury, you know, it's kind of tricky, man. That's that's just me. Um, so I hope he doesn't turn into a pumpkin and and, and let Sam Darnold take over. Uh. You know, Sam Darnold <laughs> pay for his war crimes. Sam Darnold will pay for his war crimes in Charlotte. Um, DJ Moore 
will be 1,500 yard DJ Moore. I said it. DJ Moore will be 1,500 yards. Every time DJ is touching the ball in preseason, he's going for long gains. He caught the ball one time and went, what, 40 yards? He's going to be 1,500 yard DJ Moore. He caught the ball one time and went 62 yards on the screen. Yeah, yeah. So, and that's just a tidbit of the of, of preseason. So, when we start game planning, we figure out more creative ways with the ball in his hand, He's gonna have 15 yards, man. I feel very, very. I, I'm gonna be sick as a Panther fan, very sick. But you know, whatever. Um, I don't know if the Cardinals are gonna win the game. I, I think trading Isaiah Simmons away for a seventh rounder was insane. Okay, that was insane. That was Julius right. They were trying to get rid of him last season. I know, but bro, you know what's wild, bro? You know, I, I'm not being a Clemson homer. I try my hardest to be a Clemson homer, but. Isaiah Simmons played last night in preseason and was balling his ass off in New York. Okay, he was raising pure hell in New York, man. So, what you know, position they have him at? Uh, I, I honestly don't. I, probably safety, but I, I don't know, man. You know, you know, a lot of times safeties come in the box. Mm-hmm. You almost had a damn sack on Aaron Rodgers. So he could have been nickel. I mean, you can to me, to me, Isaiah Simmons. It should be like a Brian Dawkins where I'll roll you down sometimes to play run support, but if I but I'll let you, you know, be rangy uh, on third and long. That's just me. Or I should he or should, he should just play the numbers. I don't necessarily think Isaiah Simmons should be on number one wide receivers. You know, by himself in, you know what I mean, in coverage. I think he should just be playing, playing the Cooper Cups, you know what I mean? Well, I ain't gonna say Cooper Cups, Cooper Cup is nice, but just playing those slot receivers. You know what I mean? Slot receiver run. I think that's his thing, in my opinion. Um, the Jets look elite, man. Jets look elite, like elite elite. I need like, to see it in the regular season. When's week one game? Uh, September seventh. Um, September seventh, right? It's not this week. They got a break in between. Yeah. Not, oh, yeah. let me tell you something. We next week we will be making NFL picks, man. And I and I'm, you know, just saying. Uh Trevor Calvin really connection, Chef Kiss. Chef Kiss. Calvin really's playing like he got to pay off a of debt, bro. <laughs> he playing like he got to he, he playing like the mobsters are at my house and I gotta goddamn make some shit shake, man. Um, my last take, man. Panthers, man. So, Pete, what did you think about the Panthers? What did you think about the last game? Um, offensive lines can be fixed, and the Panthers need to get to fixing. Um, I didn't think old line played bad. That first half, that first drive, first couple of drives, I didn't think he played bad. No, no, no. The first drive, the first drive was cool. Up until the point where they tried to run, he Bryce was cooking when he was he was in total control of the passing offense. The Panthers got away from moving down in the middle of the field, and they started. I mean, you had Tommy Tremble, you had Ian Thomas catching routes on the outsides, outside the hash. So I'm like, they're tight ends. Leave them in the middle of the field. The first play of the game went to the first throw of the game was the first play of the game. It went to Mingo in the middle of the field. It was like a nine or ten yard play right in the middle 
Then they stopped playing in the middle of the field. They went outside. Then they tried to run, and they stalled down. They kicked the field goal. And Bryce, Bryce is still moving around. He, wasn't, he didn't get a chance to settle in. He had to be the playmaker. And I think that was one of the big highlights of the first drive was how he stepped up in the pocket, froze the defender with a move, and then was able to run the ball up the field. I just – offensive line play can get better, though. You know, it doesn't take a major change. Like, your quarterback your quarterback sucks, you can't overcome that. If, if that nigga like sucks, it. he just sucks. Offensive line, you can move players around. You can see, you know, maybe we need to, you know, try this combination of players. And then coaching and reps can fix that throughout the season. So while it's an important piece of the, the team, it can be resolved fairly easily, a lot more easily than some other positions. So offensive line was the biggest thing I saw. Linebacker play, again, was the biggest thing I saw. We can't fucking stop the run. Um, and, yeah, that, that was pretty much it. I'm, I'm not as excited as everyone else is about the season. Um, I hope Bryce Young does well because I don't want to have wasted the, the number one overall pick on a player who won't pan out. The last time we had a number one overall pick, we got absolute fucking greatness. And let me just say this. That Swamp yes. Kings documentary came out. Cam Newton was not a part I didn't of see it. it yet. I, wish, I wish that he was because let's stop acting like Cam Newton is – Cam Newton is one of the most accomplished football players in the history of the game. The Hold only on, P. Thing did, you, missing... did you see what uh not to cut you off, did you see what uh uh Dan Mullen Dan Mullen said? No. I'm gonna send you that shit. Dan Mullen said that him and Urban had Urban had words because they asked who's the best quarterback. He said Cam's better than he said if you ask who the best quarterback, he said Cam's the best quarterback. And this is after Heisman Tebow. So, no, know, I mean, I know what T's limitations were, but my whole thing is the only thing missing from Cam's resume as a football player is Super Bowl and Super Bowl MVP. Everything else he got, he got every other award you can think of for a quarterback. Everything else he has. You know how many people, legends played in the NFL don't have Super Bowl or Super Bowl MVP? It's a lot of them. Cam Newton has everything else that you need to be cemented as a legend in this game. Put some respect on his name. But that's the only reason I want Bryce to, to perform well because that's the shadow that he that's the shadow that he's playing in right now. You can't be the number one overall pick and come to Carolina and not be compared to Cam Newton. And offensive rookie of the year out the gate. Like Bryce got some big shoes to fill. So I'm not as excited as everyone else is, but I do wish success for Bryce. I think that for what I saw, I saw Bryce Young. You can't look at last night and say that's Cam Newton. I think what the the way the Panthers are doing things, they need a Cam Newton. Somebody made a point like that on Twitter. Like they kind of need a Cam Newton you know, to kind of just take over for the void of certain things. And I'm kind of like, well, we don't need Cam because then we're going to get relied on him and then we're going to get them run into the ground like we did before. Um, Bryce Young showed me a guy in control at all times. Now you just got to go and do your job and get him talented. 
that's just what that's just what I see. And I have a hunch that it's gonna happen. If it don't happen this season, it's gonna happen in the offseason. We're either gonna trade, we're either going to to trade the best receiver available, or we're gonna oh my fault, we're gonna draft the best receiver available, or we're gonna trade for one. I feel very strongly, and I got an idea who it is. I got two ideas, bro. Um, I'm not being a homer. We will either go get T. Higgins. I think he's hitting the market, man. I think he's hitting the market. Now, it's just a matter of how horny you're trying to be, Panthers, okay? I don't know horny, man. Separate, man. I don't, I don't know. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know. Um, But also, if you want to get a little older, I think Mike Williams won't be a charger after this season. I think if Quentin Johnson come in and do what he's supposed to do, he's going to make it easier for the Chargers to get rid of one of them. And Mike Williams has an out after this season with the Chargers can kind of get from under him. He has a little injury history. Kenan Allen is old. Got to be almost 35. I just feel like one of them are going to go. You know what I mean? If the young boy puts on and, you know, Keenan Allen ain't going to be the one, but I think, you know, Mike Williams and T. Higgins, they're going to be available for the Panthers, man. If the Panthers really, really, really want to. And, and, and I think that's what Tepper has to come just drop the boss up and just say, yo, go get him. You know what I mean? That's just me. But we'll see, man. We'll see, man. Um, Listen, I got the Panthers winning week one anyway. So, you know, we'll, we'll get to that the next pod. Um, Picks, man. Picks are back. We are already 0-1 oh, oh in the hole. <laughs> well, we 0-1 oh in the hole. We owe an apology to T.C. Taylor. We owe an apology to T.C. Taylor. Um, Listen, I want to get my face back from the Stetson Bennett bet. I want to double or nothing. Okay? <laughs> I can't sleep at night knowing I let Stetson Bennett get the best of me. Okay? So, do you accept my wager, P? Let's do it. Okay, I gotta get my face back from that. From that, okay. I was a little emotional, okay. Um, first week, man. So we got a couple picks, man. Strictly college, Florida versus Utah. Now you are a Utah Ute, man. You, 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 you were blood in, blood out of Utah, man. Talk I was. Is this game in Utah? Because Utah went to Florida last season. Is Florida in Utah? It is in Utah. Thursday night in Utah. Eight o'clock. Give me Utah. Give me Utah. <laughs> Listen, man. It's something. Hey, man. It's something about that Utah team. Um, they consistent. They um, yeah, give me Utah. Man, um Florida's gonna run that ball. Florida's gonna run the shit out of that ball. I don't know, I don't know if the receivers got better from last year. I haven't really paid much attention to the portal. I'm not in love with the quarterback. I'm not, but you know what? I respect the Gators for coming outside, man. I respect the Gators for coming outside. Man, give me the Florida Gators, man. It means more. It just means more, man. Give me Florida, man. Um, Mid-Rule versus Minnesota. Oh, Lord. PJ, PJ Fleck, PJ Peck keeps a consistent team, man. He always he always comes to play, man. I'm 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 going Minnesota. <laughs> That's because you believe PJ Fleck. Let's just be 100 percent clear. Um, 
the Panther fan in me will not allow me to select Matt Rule. Uh, so I'm also going with Minnesota. I would never pick Matt right now. now I can see Minnesota. I can get their ass whooped, dog. But, but hey, it is. What we it ain't going to admit it. We not 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 this I'll week. Never admit it. Oh, um, not this week. Georgia Tech versus Louisville. Um, I like. I think. I, I think Lord Georgia Tech got robbed, man. I, I, I think. I, I think Louisville's gonna be very, very good. Um, when Malik Cunningham shots out to him, uh. Got hurt last year. The white boy came in and did pretty, pretty good. I forgot his name, but I'm going. I'm going with Louisville. Man. I think I, 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 I heard a lot of people got Louisville as a sleeper to make the ACC because they don't have to play Clemson or Florida State. So um, I'm going Louisville. Fact, I'm following up with you there as well. I got Louisville also. Um, <laughs> TCU versus Colorado, man. Legacies are on the line. Listen, I have I been on record saying that I think Colorado's only gonna be about a three or four win team. Yes. If not, I'm on record. Colorado's not going to win very many games next season. Give me TCU. I think you know what? You know what? You know what? Give me Colorado. Give me Colorado. Where is this game at? Let me see what this game is at. Not that it matters. <laughs> not that it matters where it's at. But I think it might be a um, neutral side game, if I'm not mistaken. Or uh, um, is that TCU? I think. Is that TCU? No. Hey, to a twelve o'clock game. I'm going. I'm going. Hey, that's my first game of the day, man. I'm going with TC uh, Colorado. Um, West Virginia versus Penn State. I know where you rocking with. No, oh, come on now. This, I haven't heard West Virginia making no noise. Um, and you know where I'm at with my Big Ten team. So go ahead and give me the Nittany Lions. Uh, what time is this game played, man? This game is played at seven thirty. Sheesh! Penn State a twenty point favorite. Holy shit! Uh, I'm looking at who's the quarterback. Yeah, give me, give me, yeah, give, give me Penn State. Give me Penn State. I just uh, yeah. Um, Duke versus Clemson. A lot of people telling me Clemson taking the L, man. A lot of media. I don't, I don't know if it's hype. I don't see it. Give me Clemson. We're playing to win early on in the season. I'll take my risk later on in the next couple weeks. But right now, I'd give me Clemson. Clemson. Um, anybody saying Clemson's going to should be worried about Florida State. I looked at – I mean, my fault. Look at Duke. Uh, worried about Duke. I saw I saw Duke versus UNC. Um, Clemson's going to take the Duke to Pound Town on Monday night. Um, UNC versus the your the team formerly known the as Duke Mayo Bowl. Duke Mayo Bowl, baby, in the seven hundred four man, in the business capital of the South, South Charlotte, North Carolina. You, you know, know what? what yeah, listen, I just want to say this. Listen, I have my beef, but shout out North Carolina, man. I, I'm I'm a North Carolinian. Uh, 
transplant. Um, I fuck with North Carolina. I'm, I'm a Carolina guy. I love South Carolina, North Carolina. So I'm, I have my beefs, but shots out North Carolina. I, I just don't like this North Carolina, South Carolina discourse. I, I hate it, but I genuinely, genuinely, really, 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 really love the state of North Carolina. But go ahead. Listen, I was in, um, I was in Charlotte last week. I was on the west side. I had to check in with Julius Rock to make sure I wasn't in danger or anything. I was off Freedom Road on the west side. And um, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, paraphernalia around town about this Duke Mayo's Bowl, USC, UNC. The city's ready for it. Um, give me USC. This would be one of my last few years being able to root for McGamecocks. And my son will be an active NCAA Division I FBS participant. Um, so yeah, go ahead. One time for the one time, Spencer Rattler, Arizona native. Uh, see if he can't get his face back, get into that first round conversation with his play this season. Um, give me, give me the Gamecocks. Um, you know what, man, I, I, I got a funny feeling, man. I really got a funny feeling, and it's just me being objective. I, I try to be objective when we do the pod. I got a funny feeling. I feel like North Carolina should not be 21, but I know why they're 21. Um, I got a funny feeling in my gut that um Drake May is going to do some damage. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't I I feel very, very strongly that he's locked the fuck in. And he is going to do some damage. You know what I mean? I feel very, very strongly about that. Um, I do not have him winning this game, but I have South Carolina winning this game. I just, I just think South Carolina just had too much momentum from last year. But I think this is a game where South Carolina can get caught slipping. I think South Carolina is going to use the the disrespect card. But I feel like North Carolina has truly been disrespected. And I think – and I'm not saying Mac Brown is coaching for a job, but I feel like pressure is on Mac Brown a little bit more than this on Shane Beamer. So I I got South Carolina winning, but I just think it will be very, 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 very tight, close game. I think South Carolina defense is going to play above their weight class. I don't think it's going to be that much. Especially going to cut them up, but – South Carolina, I mean, North Carolina defense is going to be a little bit better. Uh, so, I, I, that, that's what I got. Very tight game. I can see it going to overtime. LSU versus Florida. You said LSU versus who? Florida State. Okay. Oh, man. Hey, this one is actually tougher now that I'm flushing. Man. Give me Florida State. Florida State should win this game. Florida State should win this game. But I think Brian Kelly, Brian Kelly just started winning big games. And I really don't think he knows how to stop. And, you know, I think. Jaden Daines is going to be better. I don't think the loser of either game, the loser of this game is going to be okay. But I, I think LSU is winning, man. I think LSU is just 
just done a better. I, I think Florida State is coming in there confident, but I think LSU is going to be a little bit more desperate because LSU has to send a message to the rest of the SEC that we're not here to play with. Because, you know, uh, Nick Satan is coming. So I got LSU winning, man. Um, I would say this HBC. before you move on, man. Uh, okay. I know we do a lot of black excellence on this on this podcast, but if it's one coach that has coached himself out of the depths of hell, out of the jaws of death, it's Mike Norvell. Mike Norvell was almost left for dead two seasons ago. He has coached his way out of that. That's true. That's true. That's true. I I, I think this is a very a big year for him though. This is a really, really big year, man. He he got to make it shake this year, in my opinion. Um, we gotta give our HBCU some love, man. Can Jacksonville do, State do it again, man? They got FAMU this week. Can they do it again? Um, you know I got FAMU hate in my blood, so go ahead and give me Jackson State. I fuck with Willie Simmons and him laying his pimp hand down. So with that being said, I am rolling with FAMU. The, they got prime out the way. We can lock in a little bit more. So I, I, I got, got family, man. Last but not least, I am a generational hater of this man. Trent Dilfer. Trent <laughs> Dilfer versus North Carolina A&T. I already know what P is at with it. You already know what I'm at with it. Go Aggies, go. Um. Yeah, Trent Dilfer and them boys trying to beat the brakes off in A and T. Go, Aggies, go. That's all I gotta say. Go Aggies, go. Hey, appreciate you guys for fucking with us per usual. Um, uh, I'm gonna try to get this out asap. Um, before some picks, man. Um. We're going to try to figure out a way to get the YouTube back jumping. Um, and then we're just going to go from there, man. But as always, man, appreciate y'all for fucking with us. Peace.